You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to episode 131 of McChesney Unchained, coming to you from thednbr.com. Make sure you go to dnbr.com and check out all the shows they do. It's a pretty incredible website. They do a really good job of covering everything Colorado, uh, from the Rams to the Buffs to the Abs to the Nuggets to the Broncos, to even the Colorado Rockies. They do a really good job, so go check it out at thednbr.com. This is episode 131 of McChesney Unchained, and we have a lot to talk about, like always. This is brought to you by our good friends at DraftKings. NFL fans, are you hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. If they do, you win $200 in free bets. That's winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with the new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets with the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with the promo code DNVR. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700 and the turning point rolls here. <clears throat> so let's get into this right off the bat. Before we start talking about the NFL, uh, let's get into a little bit of this college football talk here uh, as we wrap up uh, another good week. Um, from a Dungeon family perspective, guys down at 6-0, uh, Jackson Adams from Arapaho picked up an Air Force offer. That's big time. Uh, his teammate, Ramos, the three technique, number 85, just committed to Colorado State last night. Uh, Luke Hill, the guard center over at Chaparral, uh, committed to Western, um, which is huge. Uh, Hill is one of the best players in the room and does a really good job. Uh, A.J. Jackson, the fantastic quarterback down at Douglas County, uh, was just offered by CSU Pueblo the other day, which is a huge pickup potentially for Coach Riston, who can definitely identify that talent down there. Uh, and then Tanner Fleck and Taylor Nichols both picked up William and Jewel. And Taylor, excuse me, was on a recruiting trip down to uh, Idaho this last weekend that went really well as well. So a lot of good things happening there with the Dungeon family in-house. And uh, right off the bat, <coughs> excuse me, I've got to give a little bit of love to Chad Muma. Muma is uh, one of the 18 finalists for the Chuck Bignerick Award, uh, the Concrete Charlie Award. And it's the Defensive Player of the Year Award in college football. He's a junior linebacker from Wyoming. He went to Legend High School, uh, part of the Dungeon family. I've, I've been working with him since he was a sophomore in high school. Really great kid, really long, rangy linebacker who I think should leave this year for the NFL and go make his money as fast as possible. Um, especially if he's at that level right now. Um, but uh, hats off to Chad Muma. 
uh, for all he does, uh, one of 18 players in the entire uh, country to be uh, nominated for the Chuck Bignerick Award. You know, Chuck Bignerick Award number 60. It's pretty cool to see him holding that trophy uh, with Chuck Bignerick on it and the number 60 and just it goes full circle there. So that's pretty cool. So hats off to Chad, Chad Muma. Hopefully he wins that award as a junior. Uh, but, you know, Colorado went to Oregon last week and got shit stomped. Uh, although the offense looked better, they played Oregon State this weekend. CSU had the lead on Boise State uh, at half, but couldn't hold on and lost uh, to Boise State again. So that that's a bummer, but they are playing for the boot against Wyoming this weekend. So big games in Boulder uh, or big games for CU and CSU this weekend as we roll. Um, so that's that with college football. Let's get into the NFL here. Uh, first of all, the Henry Ruggs situation is as bad as it gets. And I, uh, man, I don't really have a lot of sympathy for Henry considering there's safe rides and they pay car services to come get guys and take them out and blah, 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 blah. And then after I saw the video of the car on fire and the way that that young lady passed, it just, it makes me sick to my stomach. 150 miles an hour, oh, two times over the legal limit. Like, dude, a loaded handgun in the car. I just, you're a 22-year-old wide receiver. You're not a 22-year-old fucking gangster. So I just, I don't understand this, this part of being an athlete. I don't understand why so many athletes have to, like do this kind of shit too, where they just they they're too egotistical to call safe rides. They want to drive their car to the fucking club, like you know they're carrying around loaded firearms, like they're you know fucking gang members and shit. And you're not, Henry. You're a first round wide receiver. You went to Alabama, like Coach Wilson up at CU used to always say. You can't you can't go gang bang and have history homework. So it, it just it doesn't work out like this. You're you're you just completely destroyed your life. Uh, and and destroyed the life of another by taking theirs and probably the worst way to die ever, which is fire. So uh, that's fucking terrible. Um, <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers uh, apparently has COVID. He was immunized, not vaccinated. Um, I, I find this entire situation to be almost like beat my head against the wall, frustrating. I'm just, I'm tired of the conversation to be completely honest with you. I'm tired of how political it is. I'm so fucking sick of both sides of the alley. Uh, you know, just the, the right and the left yelling at each other over this bullshit and then politicizing every single person that either doesn't want to get it or doesn't get it or does get it or whatever the fuck ever. I, I, look, Aaron Rodgers is missing 10 days. He'll come back. He'll be perfectly fine. Uh, and, and Green Bay will be, will be just as good as they are now. You get a chance to see Jordan Love this weekend because of it. But at the same time, it sure does seem like Aaron Rodgers being a top one percenter in the NFL sure does have the ability to not get the vaccine if he doesn't want to. But I'm pretty damn sure everybody else almost either had to do it or were guilt tripped into doing it uh, so they could go to training camp and, you know, for the team. But we all know that Aaron's not for the team. So what difference does that make? Um, I've heard a lot of people say, because of this kind of shit they wouldn't want Aaron Rodgers in Denver next year and I I think that is absolutely ridiculous um if Aaron Rodgers wants to come to Denver next year and be the quarterback of this football team and they can figure out a way to do that and and the general consensus on the fan base is we don't want that because he whatever he did to piss you off 
Um, that's ridiculous, and you should stop watching football. Uh, that guy, if he comes to Denver, I don't care if he's immunized, vaccinated. I don't give a shit. Just come here, play well, throw 50 touchdowns, and get us back in the, in the, the playoff hunt because what we're watching right now is atrociously terrible. Um, and lastly, Vaughn traded to the Rams. We've been talking about this all week. They get a second and a third round draft pick, which is really, really good value uh, for one of the best players in franchise history. Um, I think Vaughn is honestly, I mean, let's be real. He's by far a ring of famer. We're not even questioning that. He's got one foot in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if he's a bona fide first ballot player right now, but he's probably a Hall of Famer, just not first ballot. He goes to the Rams and they win another Super Bowl and he can play next to Aaron Donald and you know, I've, I've heard some people be like, well, he doesn't have much left in the tank. And I don't know what's Von Miller they're watching, but, you know, the, the Broncos haven't been on national TV a lot. And that might be the reason why people are saying he's he's doesn't have a lot left. But I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I think that one on one matchups with Floyd on one side, Aaron Donald and Vaughn, plus Jalen Ramsey, plus the blitz, blitz packages that they throw at people. I think it's going to be an absolute uh disaster for offenses in the nfc west and in the nfc and th this could be the move that puts the rams over the top but they need to get home field advantage and there's only one uh one bye week uh for each team so they've got to figure out a way to go to arizona later in the year and get a win and hope that the cardinals lose another one uh, and that will essentially set them up to win the nfc west um you know and, and move forward so that that's pretty cool uh i, I think that vaughn you know, he got traded. He's the best player on his team. Does this say we're rebuilding? Yeah, it does. I mean, I, I don't have much confidence in the Broncos this weekend going to Dallas and winning. In fact, I have none. I don't think that there's they're 10 point dogs right now. They're not winning that game. And if they do, then I'll eat crow. Uh, and, and, you know, it could happen. There's a lot of there's teams every week that upset somebody. But I just I don't see it happening uh, in, in Big D with that defense playing the way they are and you know, Teddy's a Teddy doesn't have the biggest arm in the world, and that ball kind of floats to the sideline. And Trayvon Diggs, number seven for the Cowboys, is about as good as they get at breaking on the ball and finishing. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's got a pick and a, and a pick six, to say the least. Not having Garrett Bowles this weekend is going to hurt immensely. Trying to block Michael Parsons and all those other animals they have off the off the edge there in in Big D. Um, that said, Tyron Smith, the left tackle for the the uh, Cowboys isn't going to play this weekend either, but we don't have Vaughn anymore, so we've got to figure out who's going to fill that role. Is it Jonathan Cooper? Is it Malik Reed? Is Bradley Chubb ever going to come back healthy and he can he can you know step in and fill that role like we saw him do last year uh, when Vaughn was hurt? Uh, you know the the Broncos offense, the offensive line, the 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 coordinating. I think it's ass backwards. I, last week's game was really really hard to watch. We did one of the the. Melvin Gordon touchdown passes on the turning point. It was a very good play inside the 20, but other than the dump off to Melvin, uh, the, the passing game is pretty stagnant to say the least. Um, I think Jerry Judy, as he comes back, will be a massive asset for this football team. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's got a little, you know, internal competition this week with CeeDee Lamb. They were both in the same class. Uh, taking, taking a couple picks a, a, apart from each other. I know, and so you'd have to say that CD's been the better pick out of the two up to this point. So that's something for that is something for uh, uh, the the Broncos and Jerry Judy to focus on from a motivation standpoint this weekend. So Broncos at Dallas, uh, you know, they're ten point dogs. I don't know if they lose by ten, but they easily could. The Cowboys have been 
hammering people you know pretty well at home this week they've had their struggles on the road but who doesn't uh if they watched that tape last week against the washington football team and could we get a name for the team ever um you know they're they're going to see a lot of opportunity to heat up the quarterback and press the receivers and stop the running game and force teddy bridgewater to beat you and if that if that comes down to it i just i don't like the matchup with Dak against teddy so i guess we'll see what happens there not a lot to talk about on today's show uh with no guests next week we'll have somebody uh joining us on episode 132 i don't know who that is yet but we'll find someone um and we'll continue to talk about the nfl season the college football season hopefully the the bus can get a big win uh tomorrow night in Folsom against Oregon State, uh, who's, who's, you know, really done a really good job of developing that football team up there, and they're going to be a bull team up in Corvallis, and, you know, the, the bus season isn't over, but it's damn sure hurting. Uh, I don't know if Nate Lamb going to play, and if he doesn't, that's a big loss for the defense, but an opportunity for Lamb and some of these other guys to step up and play well. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, but, you know, CSU and, and Wyoming play for the boot. That should be a really good game. Those two teams hate each other, and it's always good to have a, a, a good rivalry on your schedule. Uh, it's something Colorado lacks desperately. There's no real rivalry game. So we'll see how all that goes. Uh, this is episode 131 of the Chesney Unchained. I'm your host, Matt McChesney. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good day.